Handle on the News. Handle on the News! There's no requirement, really. You don't get vetted. Just, hey, can you pass this CAT scan? Do you have AIDS or hepatitis? No, you're in. And now, here's Bill Handle. Oh, yes. Good morning, everybody. Another applause. May 6. Oh, yeah. How many people got drunk last night? Oh, yeah. I drank more than my usual share of Diet Cokes last night in celebration of May 5th. Oh, watch out now. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo drinking last night, Bender. No. No. Michelle? Do you really have to ask me that question? Okay, never mind. Uh, Justin, a little bit of drinking? <laughs> Depends on your definition of a little bit. Okay. Just so, so you is. know, I start right after the Got show. Got it. So two for two. All right, fair enough. All right, uh, a couple things. Uh, today, it's uh, going to be a broadcast of Gary and Shannon at the Oinkster, and that is in, in Eagle, Rock. Eagle Rock, right oh, on Colorado. 2005, Colorado. Oh, yeah. they have such good burgers. Okay, so that's going to happen. We'll and, probably talk a little bit later about that. And there's something that's really, really cool Yep, that they are debuting today. You bet. As and when I seeing. say really cool, it is seriously it's cool. badass. All right, uh, a couple things going on today. Of course, we have a, a lot to... A lot to talk about. Uh, first of all, coming in, I heard you and uh, Michael yep. uh, Crozier talk about uh, Captain America, mm-hmm. Civil War, uh, raging ecstatic about it. Yes. And uh, so that means I have to watch it. Uh, I'm going to view it this weekend. Uh, now, originally, uh, I'm supposed to go to my mother, uh, my brother's house to celebrate Mother's Day with my mother. And as she is going to be 93 years old, uh, July 4th, this may very well be uh, the last Mother's Day that I have with her. I won't be going. I'm going to be seeing uh, Captain America Civil War. It's fun. Yeah. It's nice. I told her that, and I said, I'll tell you what, uh, Mom, or I will be telling her, uh, you know what? I understand this may be the last Mother's Day, but I'm going to be seeing a movie, so I hope to make it. I hope you're still alive next uh, Mother's Day. Yes, I mm. think so. Okay. The bigger picture there, though, is I, I wonder what Disney was thinking in releasing this movie on Mother's Day weekend. Uh, Were they trying to maybe take, get maybe momentum take, going into yeah, Memorial Day? Maybe you Day take Mom. Or? Maybe uh, you uh, you take Mom and uh, you make Mom a, a big fan of Marvel. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. Okay, so there's that. Also, uh, I, before we start the news, uh, I want to point out, as I was driving in this morning... Uh, and I've, I've done this a couple of times in my life, coining a brand new verb. Oh, cool. Yep. What do and you got? It is uh, to trump. Now, <laughs> it is not. Now, we already have to trump as in overcome someone. I trump you or this this particular issue trumps another one. This is to trump now is also to be dead ass wrong. So, for example, weathercasters who are wrong are not just wrong Weathercasters have trumped the weather. Wrong. <laughs> I think it's going to work. We used to have it's a beautiful. We used to have the verb that was coined going postal. That doesn't happen anymore. I must I must point out. Uh, when's the last time a postal employee went in and shot the place up with an AK-47? It's been a very very long time. So that one is dropping to the point where another few years, no one will even know what going postal means so we need something to fill the gap uh yes so now we have uh two trump i've trumped he's trumped we shall trump uh weathercaster has trumped handle was trumped trumped about trump all right fair enough noted no okay fair enough i look forward to trumping the show today uh that's exactly <laughs> i don't know if you you tr- yeah i guess you do let's go trump something up
this weekend? Uh, yeah. Last night I was pretty trumped up. <laughs> I got, got pretty trumped. Yeah, there's a lot we can do with all of those. Okay, let's do it. Handle <laughs> on the news on this uh, May 6th Friday with Bender, Justin, and me. Oh, first of all, hello. Boy, no. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yep. Hello. <laughs> all right, done. Hello. <laughs> Shalom. Hello. Lead story. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> An utterly shocking decision. The shocking part was not the decision so much that as it took that eight it took hours. So long. Yeah, it took eight hours Gosh. to make the decision. Lonnie Franklin Jr. guilty in the Grim Sleeper serial murder trial. All I think all ten counts and one count of attempted murder. Ten counts of murder. Uh, one count of attempted murder, and he if he is smart, his attorney will ask for the death penalty. Wait, you're treated better? Uh, you The chances of... Well, yeah, there was that inmate in Orange County a few years yeah. ago who begged the yep. jury to give yep. him death. Because first of all, it's never going to happen. Second of all, your own cell. There's no overcrowding in death row. Uh, TV, you get cable. You don't get uh, premium cable. I wonder if you can buy premium cable out of the store. Uh, probably not. And it's uh, just a, a, a much better way uh, to live. Also, your chances of having the entire conviction overturned based on some procedural error or technicality, granted, are one in a thousand or one in five thousand, but that's paid for by the state. So you get a free attorney to do that. Your chances of having a procedural error over override uh, decision in the lower courts are zero with the state paying for it. You get to pay for your own attorney or be uh, the jailhouse attorney and try to figure out uh, the minutia of uh, the legal system. So uh, if I were if I were Lonnie Franklin, I'd walk in and go, I want the death penalty. If you don't kill me, I'm going to kill a lot of people. Please. He, he got, he, honestly, he got off light considering they think he may have killed another Maybe 20 women. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? All right, 91 Freeway in Orange County after a two-hour standoff opens up again. This was in Anaheim. This was is crazy last night. I, I know. had friends that were stuck this, in it. This is where the death penalty is totally appropriate. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, the 91, uh, gosh, up until about midnight or 1 in the morning was still at a dead Stop. I know. Even though is... the, the standoff ended before and you could, 10. Now, you couldn't get off. They didn't uh, They didn't move people off on the the off-ramp. Well, as, as best they could, yeah. I would imagine. No, you move everybody off, you block it, and then blocked. everybody makes a U, and, but it's almost impossible to do under certain circumstances if yeah. it's uh, long enough. I was once on a train that some idiot, I was on the way to San Diego, I took the train, that some idiot decided he was gonna, going to stand in front of as a, uh, I guess, a, uh, he had some issues. Okay. He wanted to make a statement. He was crying out for help, as in standing in front of a moving train and getting run over so he became hamburger meat. That train was stopped for two hours. If he hadn't died in front of that train, we would have gone out and killed him. <laughs> we would have stomped him to death right there. I was. We were laid up, I think, for four hours on that train. When the coroner shows up, all they have to do is bring a garden hose. 
clean the tracks up a little bit and you're on your way. Oh, drives you completely crazy. So, for, and you were stuck in it, right, Michelle? No, I had friends that were oh, stuck in and, it. Oh, and? And a couple of people had to uh, find ways to relieve themselves. Oh, no. Because <laughs> they were stuck in between exits. So, there so was no speaking way of how the many were, How many were standing up versus uh, the male squatters? Well, thankfully, a lot of people had you know empty bottles in the car. Couple of my friends. I wonder if they bring out portable toilets under those circumstances. I don't think so. I think they're too busy trying to catch this guy. I think yeah, they... I'm not. I'm pretty sure that's not part of the action plan. <laughs> no, but I think you'd helicopter in. You'd, he- you'd helicopter in portable toilets. It's not that big a deal, and uh, everybody moves around. Except people would all be jumping onto the helicopter, like leaving Saigon at the end of the Vietnam War. Where people are jumping on, and the servicemen inside are throwing them off so the helicopter can take off. But I just have to pee. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> All right, why don't we uh, come back and do uh, yet more handle on the news? Yeah, in the pretty meantime, bad story out of Tennessee. All right, I'll, in the meantime, I'll, I'll why don't you share with that during the break? Uh, an update. Okay, well, it is uh, the break. Bender, no. KFR AM six forty. KFI handle here uh, May sixth on a Friday. Coming up at 7 o'clock, Eric Leonard on the Grim Sleeper trial. Uh, we talked about this yesterday, and uh, now the conviction, of course, and Eric has all the details. Back we go. More handle on the news with Bender and Justin and me. And an Amber Alert uh, has been issued uh, in Tennessee. And, uh, boy, this one is its not weird. It's just bodes very badly for this little girl. And that's even what her family's saying. Yeah, that they, they've got a they got a bad feeling about this, and yeah. that the um, actually the, it's the wife of the abductor, Gary Simpson, or the alleged abductor, I guess, says her husband is up to something bad. That's the quote. I'm now, very worried. I'm very concerned. And he picked her up from school. Yeah, saying her that uncle, her, saying so her dad think. had been in a horrible car accident, yeah. and he was not. I, I'm assuming he was uh, not on the list of being able to take her out of there. He was not a, a an authorized person to take her out of the well, school. If but she, what he's, if she if he wasn't authorized, how did he even it's a whole get point. to take her out of school? There, right. there's going to be the argument. Now, the exigent circumstances. What do you do when an uncle comes in and screams, "Her dad has been in a horrible car accident. We have to get her out of here." Right, and then does a reasonable person say, "Oh, wait, I have to look to see if authorization after verifying that it's the uncle." Not to mention, and the girl knows him, right? And says, "Oh, oh, that's yeah, my uncle, uncle Gary." Yeah. Now I have a question. Add he the- uh, he is uh, being uh, described as a forty-seven-year-old on the headline, and a fifty-seven-year-old in uh, the uh, the body of the story. Do we know? Uh, I, another story I said said fifty-seven. I, I'm so. guessing fifty-seven. I, I mean, I either way, he, he looks like he's eighty-seven. Yeah, his wife yeah. is fifty-four. Add so to the creep factor, by the way. Uh, the abduction happened in a white conversion van. Yeah. Oh, that's yep. what they warn you about. Yeah. Yep. But you, it, it's not as if you're not going to get in the car. This is not a hey, little girl, want a cookie? Right, exactly. All right. Uh, oh God, I love this one. Uh, Hillary Clinton was in L.A. And vowing to keep immigration reform and goes right after Trump. Are you ready for, ready for? What makes this particular race so fascinating and yet another way? I mean, everything about this race is spectacular. And that is any horrible, 
disgusting accusation that Trump makes about Hillary, Hillary makes about Trump, they're all absolutely true. <laughs> there will be, you're not, you're not going to be able to say, no oh, that's to not true. No what? need to lie. No, no, they're just going to both go crazy. This is one where uh, she is, um, uh, where is she? She's at a college, I assume a local college, a student body population, 88% minority, read Hispanic. And she uh, talked about keeping, uh, just upkeeping uh, President, uh, holding President uh, Barack Obama's executive actions. Uh, for example, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals uh, gives undocumented Im- immigrants, I love this, illegal aliens who enter the country before their 16th birthday an opportunity to obtain a two-year work permit. And, I, I you know, as horrible as that is, uh, what, uh, well, it's not horrible, but as uh, unfair as it is that an illegal alien gets to stay here and people that are applying don't. You know, it's tough when a kid comes over as a toddler and all of a sudden you're out of here. It's all they know. Yeah, and doesn't know anything else. So it's a lot more complicated than that. Anyway, she completely pandered uh, to uh, the Hispanic community. But everybody panders to everybody, except uh, Trump doesn't pander to anybody. He doesn't care. Uh, Here she is at a Hispanic community, in a Hispanic community, talking about upholding uh, Barack Obama's pro-illegal alien stance. And that's, here you go. And But when you talk about pandering, politicians have to pander. They have no choice. She's not going to go to Illinois and talk about illegal immigration. She's not going to go to uh, East L.A. and talk about corn subsidies. Yeah, it's I mean, that's simply the way it works in politics. It goes back to your your idea that this is really just one big uh, high school president election. Yes. Where, you know, she's going to go to the football team and promise better, uh, better bleachers or, or, you know, more equipment. Yep. And then to the chess club and, you know, promise uh, better uh, tape around their eyeglasses or something. Now, uh, in light of that particular story, uh, here's another one out of Monterey Park, California. A bunch of protesters on the streets uh, outside of East L.A. College protesting, demonstrating against Hillary Clinton. Bernie Sanders say, el compa. During the Cinco de Mayo campaign rally. Uh, Clinton crime family, Hillary for prison 2016, Bernie for president. Yeah, lots now, of lots of Bernie Sanders supporters. Yeah. Now, uh, let's get reality here. This is when these Bernie uh, Bernie Sanders supporters are just downright stupid. She has the nomination. She is going to defend immigrant rights. It won't be Donald Trump, who has already said every illegal alien out. We're going to deport. 11 million illegal aliens, of which, what, 10 million, uh, 900,998 are Hispanic. And they're protesting against uh, against Hillary Clinton. I don't get this. And then what I really love about it, signs in Spanish. Who are they protesting to? (laughs) Who do they want to influence? Me? You? When it's in Spanish? Pueblo organizado nunca se cansa. What? I don't know where these folks are going. I really don't. One of these guys has a T-shirt that says "Make America Brown Again." Saying that's it. And who was it? Uh, the gal from La Raza who was there. Is that another story? Uh, I love La Raza. Uh, these are the. Fo- oh yeah, that's the next story. Yeah, that's the, uh, the taco thing. bowl. Uh, the taco bowl story. Oh, this is great. And I love Hispanics. <laughs> See, this is Trump. 
He's Trump. He's Trump. And he loves Hispanics. He you does. can tell by his taco bowl. He does. Just, <laughs> you know, just, just ask about the guy who washes his cars. I love this guy. Well, it's like you were he saying, does a great job washing my cars. What? You were saying earlier that he doesn't pander. Like <laughs> I feel like even when he kind of is pandering, it's almost like he's mocking pandering. That's exactly the way I read it. It's a mock. <laughs> he's like, I like Taco Bell, so I love Hispanics. Yeah. I eat them once a year, by the way. <laughs> All right, we'll be back and cover that one. Uh, this is KFI AM 640. KFI, an iHeartRadio station. We love tips. Tri-tip, the tip-off, and cow-tipping. So, have a tip for KFI News? Just dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say, KFI News. Come on, dial pound 250 and give us the tip. And this is uh, KFI Handle here, May 6th on a Friday. More Handle on the news. Bender, Justin, and me. And I think the photo of the day yesterday was Donald Trump in his office uh, eating a taco bowl. The taco bowl being that fried shell. Tostada. Yeah, well, it's not a tostada. uh, Tostada is flat, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like a Taco Bell taco salad. Right. It's just a big bowl made out of uh, fried tortillas. And then inside are the lettuce, the the beef, the sour cream, the shredded shredded lettuce and the salsa, all of that. I mean, they're (laughs) wonderful. They are. You're making me hungry. So So anyway, uh, here he is. uh, One hand, right hand fork dipping in, left hand, thumbs up. (laughs) And he's smiling and it's hashtag I love Hispanics. Also, uh, happy hashtag Cinco de Mayo. All right. Instantly, of course, uh, pandering (laughs) Cinco de Mayo taco bowl uh, in his office talking about uh, the best taco bowls at Trump, the Trump restaurant. And there is uh, the plate itself. uh, Michelle pointed this out. The and we have the picture on uh, my website. The plate itself is one of those plates that has Edge that has yeah, a sort like of a, a wall, like a bowl. Like a, it's not a bowl, but it's a square bowl. If you've yeah. seen those, and someone pointed out, even his taco bowl has walls. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's well actually played. very funny. So now we immediately go to, and I want to bring this up it, to. I was watching, uh, I think, it was CNN last night, and they were talking about Donald Trump, Corsinco de Mayo. The topic had to be how he feels about Hispanics and uh, how. Uh, about 112% of the Hispanics uh, can't stand him, <laughs> is unfavorability factor. And they had an uh, African-American guy. Uh, then there was uh, a Latino guy in the middle. Then there was this white gal. All I heard was uh, the Latino person before I had to go to dinner. And oh, to top it off, and he was in favor of Donald Trump. They brought in a pro-Donald Trump guy. And uh, he sort of dismissed all the anti-Hispanic rhetoric with an aw shucks. He really doesn't mean it. And then he talked about how he actually was in Trump Towers the day before. and He was there 15, 20 minutes talking, about, uh, talking to Trump's people. They treated him so nicely. At this point, the other two start laughing their asses off. <laughs> and, oh, there's a few other things. He has a heavy Hispanic accent. Just to put the cherry on top. Actually, the roasted poblana pepper on top. <laughs> and no one could keep a straight face. It was actually very funny. So, uh, as you can imagine, 
the uh, backlash has been incredible. Janet uh, Morguya, president of the National Council of La Raza, uh, the largest uh, Latino organization, said, really, really, I don't know any self-respecting Latino that would even acknowledge that a taco bowl is part of our culture. Oh, by the way, we want Mexico, we want New Mexico, Arizona, California back. Because that's La Raza. Well, also, I love that Donald Trump in his pandering Instagram or tweet, whatever, is also putting in a plug for Trump Towers. (laughs) Of course. That's right. The restaurant at Trump Towers. If you love Hispanics (laughs) and Taco Bells, come on down. Oh, God. Say hello to my dog, Spot. How wonderful is this? The only downside of this entire campaign right now as I see it. Is that is he's going to run the country? Possibly? No, no, no. That's fine. I'm fine with that uh, because it's going to be so hugely entertaining. Is the fact that Indiana killed the commercials at California that we were going to have uh, here oh. at the, uh, the yeah. state level. Wiped it out. Yeah. Damn it. So close. Yeah, yeah. We took a big hit on that one. Uh, huge. Uh, the FBI interviews Huma Abedin. I am an FBI agent. Uh, especially about the size of uh, Senior Wiener's Wiener. Oh, no. Saying, ah, come on, isn't that photoshopped? (laughs) He's Jewish. We know what that's about. Anyway, so uh, that's his wife, incidentally, for those people that uh, any one person that doesn't know that. I had forgotten, so I'm the one. This has to to do with the emails. And uh, the FBI is interviewing everybody around Hillary Clinton, uh, Huma Abedin being one of them because she was the recipient of many of those emails. Uh, But the FBI is saying this is just a normal investigation. Uh, The Republicans are saying, see, this is just prior to the indictment. Ain't going to happen. It's just a ramp ramp up to To uh, an eventual prosecution. Yeah. Now, uh, the I can't wait for the indictment. According to the Republicans is uh, if the indictment comes, it'll probably be the 21st of January next year. And then (laughs) you can't indict a sitting president. Uh, I pardon myself. (laughs) That was a huge issue. That was a huge issue during the Nixon Watergate uh, the, the hearings and what happened in the aftermath. Could Nixon, as president, pardon himself? And that's never been decided. Some said yes, some said no. Oh, it would have been spectacular. So, anyway, so much for that. You were about to say something, Bender? No. Okay. I like when you kind of sport a semi whenever you talk about this, like, kind of crazy law stuff. It always is fun to watch. I wish we could have pictures of that. Like, I know. No, no, no. no just. What? Just, no. I go nuts thinking about it. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, first of all, talking about crazy law stuff, First Amendment uh, story. High schools and uh, students wearing uh, dump Trump T-shirts. Trump, 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 we'll do that when we come back. Keep that music coming. All right. KFI AM uh, 640. KFI AM 640 handle here May 6th on a Friday as we uh, finish handle on the news with Bender and Justin and me. Uh, This is uh, a group of students, uh, Newport Harbor High School, uh, who are wearing Dump Trump T-shirts on campus. And and the principal said, "Uh, no, you're not going to do that. Uh, However, 
uh, they, the principal turned around, the school district turned around because this has to do with school safety is why the principal had said no for fear of uh, some kind of a backlash, other students going crazy. But it turned out to be uh, they're saying it's no longer uh, a problem. I think one of the reasons is that there's nobody who doesn't hate Donald Trump on campus. So how can you have a an issue where you have 10 students wearing dump Trump and everybody else giving them the thumbs up as they walk down the halls? Yeah, generally when uh, when you get stories about kids wearing T-shirts, it goes the other be- way. It's because they've, they've riled people up. Right, and this is uh, totally different. So uh, based on that, the school said okay, so they're allowed to do that. Isn't that crazy that to ha- a political T-shirt and you're worried about child safety? No, because you can rile uh, students no, I, up. I'm more saying like it's crazy that this is happening around a presidential election. Yeah, well, rather that's than also I don't true. think I think it's a warranted kind of fear that people have come to blows over this. Well, imagine this: uh, wearing a T-shirt at a predominantly Latino high school and says, uh, deport all illegal aliens. Okay, first, it's like First Amendment issue. That well, no, wouldn't you, be a that wouldn't be a problem, would it? You go back to you go back a couple of years to Northern California, and it's timely with Cinco de Mayo. Yesterday, you had a bunch of students on Cinco de Mayo wear American flag T shirts, and they were asked to take them right, off because, because it would rile up the Latino students right. there to celebrate American Cinco de Mayo. flag T shirts. That is political correctness. That's insane. Because that is not a, well, I guess in one sense, legally that's a political statement. But this is not dump Trump. This is not uh, let's, uh, La Raza, let's take uh, New Mexico, Arizona back because we need Aslan. It's a state that doesn't have any whites in it and only Hispanics, the brown state. Uh, no, American, but they put that in the same category. I, I, it's just gotten crazy. That is political correctness. That's insane. Okay, something I'm going to do this weekend uh, I'm going to go see Captain America Civil War because uh, the reviews have been so spectacular and it's Mother's Day. So I fully plan on ignoring my mother and going to see the movie. And uh, was it Mike Crozier saw it and he raved about that. Mo Kelly, I'm assuming, has seen it. Uh, and uh, Well, did, no. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and what did Mo have to say about it? Uh, well, we'll find most, out this yeah, weekend. Mo, Mo's event, but it was Moe's screening event. where yeah. Crozier saw it. Yeah. Oh, that was at Moe's event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, we'll find out this weekend. Five to eight, is it? Yes. The Mo Kelly show? No, six to eight. Six to eight. Okay, six that's eight. right. Yeah, six to eight. And he's going to he's gonna give his review there? Yes. Ah, he hasn't reviewed it yet. Huh. Well, Crozier went crazy about it. Yeah, I, I've heard nothing but good things. I'd, I'd heard uh, from people on Snapchat overnight as well as Twitter that that basically they're full of emotions because it right. was just that awesome. All right, here's a, a weird one. that This is trending. This is hilarious. This is on Reddit that uh, there is a guy who crunched the numbers and said that the U.S. government owes Captain America $3 million in back pay. <laughs> because he was lost in the Arctic from 1945 to 2011, six decades up there, never discharged. <laughs> So he gets pay for 66 years of service and adjusted for in uh, addressed, uh, adjusted for inflation. Oh, probably uh, eligible for the GI Bill right. also if he wants to go back right. to school. Uh, so this Redditor said uh, it's over $3 million, and the Army responded. Good for the Army. Uh, Tongue-in-cheek. Uh, if Captain Steve Rogers, Captain America, were not a fictional character, 
and the circumstances surrounding his disappearance and the recovery were actually real. He actually may be entitled to receive back pay. And then he said, but there was a wide variable involved, a lot of variables involved. And uh, that is, is one of them is that doesn't take into account that he would be promoted. We owe him more than $3 million. This is certainly going to help the movie, isn't it? <laughs> All right. The feds are now regulating e-cigarettes and premium cigars. And this could be the death knell of the e-cigarette industry. Not so much its regulation, but, and I didn't know this, whenever there is a new tobacco product that is introduced, that requires a separate application for federal approval, each application costing about a million dollars or more. So when you have a different flavor, a menthol flavor of a cigarette, you do it once, a million dollars, and you produce a zillion of them and keep on going and going and going. Same cigarette. Well, on this one, uh, every flavor, every single model has to have a separate application. Every cigarette that has different levels of nicotine, and you, and you rack up, uh, you, you, you ratchet up the, uh, the nicotine level, all has to be applied for separately. And in this particular case, because they, you know, they've designated e-cigs as tobacco products, it would uh, go back to 07. So now there are, there's a move through in a house committee that would actually say you know what let's just do it for all new products let's not go back to 07 we're, we're not well, how, they go how back, are we it, as the federal it, government going to go back nine years yeah. if they and they can do it retroactively i believe because well, this is they, a civil issue it's not a criminal issue they, it's not they can do it retroactively law. but i'm talking about like the manpower and the actual physical i mean imagine the backlog if they just try to regulate all the things that are coming out of the next six months right. let alone the last nine years oh we're talking hundreds of flavors yeah you know, mango, peach-flavored e-cigarettes. I mean, they have some crazy-ass don't, flavors. Don't tease me. Don't tease me with that mango peach. Okay, I great. Love, love that. All right, how about mango tomato? Okay, now, now, now you got Mango me. pickle. <laughs> now you got Justin. Now you got my wife. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's smoking. That's very funny. We're hooked. Yeah, no, we are definitely hooked. All right, coming up, uh, Eric Leonard on the Grim Sleeper Verdict. And he'll be joining us in just a few moments. This is uh, KFI AM 640.